Are you a woman who's considered investing in a franchise or running one yourself? Are you searching for honest information to help you make the best decision for your future? Have you ever worried about whether the information you're finding has your best interests in mind? We're here to help. Welcome to Franchise Rising. I'm your host, Aaron Carpenter. Let's get going. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Franchise Rising podcast. This is your host, Aaron Carpenter. Glad to be back bringing you another episode with another special guest today. Uh, This week, we're actually turning the tables. Last week, we interviewed a franchisee, and this week, we are interviewing the founder of a franchise, uh, who is a franchisor. Her name is Leah Smith. Nalia Smith is the founder of and CEO of A Better Solution in Home Care, which is a competitively priced, superior quality, skilled nursing agency providing seniors with hourly nursing and non-medical care that she founded 17 years ago. The mission of a, a Better Solution in Home Care is to provide the highest quality of professional caregiving and nur- nursing services to individuals and families in need of assistance in the environment of their choice. So Leah has a very interesting story. She started in the home care space when she was a mere 22 years old. She was working in a skilled nursing facility, worked her way up the ranks, eventually founded a better solution in home care, and then 17 years later, here she is, uh, she manages a staff of over 300 trained nurses and caregivers and has recently decided to turned the brand into the into a franchise and, and migrated into the franchise model. This is an exciting episode. In this episode, Leah talks a lot about the unique qualities that women bring to the table in business that help prepare them to run a home healthcare agency and, and be franchisees. So we hope you enjoy it and get some value out of it. A quick note before we get started, if you would like the show notes or to learn any more about this show, you can go to franchiserising.com slash three, and you will find the show notes there. If you have any other ideas for the sh- for future shows, please let us know. Drop a note in the chat window at franchiserising.com. We'd love to hear from you. For today's show, Leah and I didn't waste any time with formal introductions. We just jumped into a conversation about women in franchising and the home health care space. And it was so compelling that I just hit record. So I'm just going to uh, dive right into our conversation and, and let it run from there. Without further ado, Leah Smith. Home care is honestly a great place for women because we're the nurturers. And, and this company, this, this business, this brand has to be, you have to be a nurturer in order to um, kind of focus on both sides of of the equation. You're providing a service, you're providing a service to seniors, allowing them to be in their home, but you're also providing for your community. You're creating jobs for other people entering the workforce who don't have the education or or the experience, and, and this is what they've done. So home care is the perfect um, genre for women, I have found. It's a great mm-hmm. outlet for me, and we just have been talking to a couple of new franchise partners that we've just signed on, and you know, we have a desire to do something different and do something better and better the community. So right. it fits that, it feeds that niche. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And, and I do want to dive deeper into that. I want to know more about, because you say how home care is the perfect space for women. Uh, and so just any women 
woman? Does it have to have someone? Does it have to be someone with expertise in the space who was a nurse? I mean, what what kind of skill skill sets should she have? And, and what's funny is is when men come into the space, and we've sold our first several franchises to men, and they have no experience, none. They have mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm moving my hands down here, so Good. they have absolutely no experience. And you know, they're in customer service or in handyman um, is one of ours, and one was a janitor, and they have no experience, but they pick up rather quickly. Um, the reason why. Women, yes, we found that women are in a lot of the nursing profession. Those are perfect. Of course, you're looking at your perfect fit. Um, the nursing profession or, or something, social work, something along those lines. But mainly, it's the ability to care for people. And as a woman, you know, we have that inherent ability to care for people, to care that somebody else's mom is at home alone. We have that ability now when you find a woman who also knows numbers and can also do yeah. her billing and her payroll right. and all of that stuff, it's just icing on the cake. Right. Now right. is, is in this space, in senior care, the nurturers do better. We do better. You know, I started as a caregiver. So it's not like I started as some big businesswoman on Wall Street. I was, I was a caregiver and my company has grown because I care, because I care about my caregivers and I care about my clients. And and I instill that, and every woman that we have franchise to, that's their focus. We, I was sitting down with a lady yesterday for Orange County, and she said, you know, I was in this profession, I loved it, but it just didn't serve me, you know, in that value space that I needed to help somebody. I needed to help somebody. We're smart enough to know we need money. We're very, very driven, but we need to help people in order to feel fulfilled a lot of the time. And that's why the space is good. You know, I love what you're saying and I love, and it's not just from you that I'm hearing this about the, the value of compassion in, in terms of business and leadership. Um, last night, I actually went to a women in entrepreneurship panel. It was a big event. They had over 600 people, wow. women and men in the audience. It was at San Diego State University uh-huh. and there were eight women on the panel. And there was a, uh, one of the questions came up about leadership and and the approach to it and and what like what's the best best method and up until very recently uh, the whole persona that a lot of us as women who have been guided to take on is this hey you're not being you're not being firm enough you're not uh you know pounding your fist on the on the table and 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 you know some of the qualities that are you know generally uh, characterized for women were considered weak Right. And what's fascinating, you and there were eight women up there who are, as I say, or as Gary Vaynerchuk says, are crushing it. Um, <laughs> they were saying their their philosophies towards leadership were everything from Felina Hansen saying leadership is listening and lifting, mm-hmm. to another woman saying, "Hey, banging your fist on the table doesn't necessarily help people grow." Okay, and then the other someone else talked about how it's really about being authentic and just it, you know your leader th- leadership style may vary, and it's really about more being authentic than fitting into a, a box about how to lead. So I don't know. I just tie that into this whole notion of compassion and how that how that can even help grow a franchisee as well as a leader and having that character. Don't discount that if that's something that you have, and don't think that that's a weakness when it comes to growing a business. Is that right? It, it does make sense. And it's funny because it was one of the hardest things for me to learn. And I think that was one of your questions 
was how to remove the emotion when I needed to. Yeah. Because in the beginning, I was so emotional. I took everything personally. It was somebody left for another job and it was, I was upset. I, why'd you do this to me? If somebody didn't do the job they were supposed to do, it was personal. And, um, and, and when they, you know, when they needed something or I had to fire them, I literally, my first couple of years would cry when I fired somebody. And one time a lady said to me, why are you crying? I can't wait to get out of here. And so I learned, you know, um, I learned how to be, to put the distance between my emotions mm. and, um, and my business sense. And to understand that as a woman, I have a special capability because I care about all facets of my employees. Mm-hmm. I have 14 people that work for me in the office and out in the field. And if something's going on with them, not only do I want to know, but I want to make sure that they're okay with it before they come to work. I don't want mm-hmm. them here if they don't want to be here for that day or that time. And, um, one of my staffers likes to say, you know, people never leave you. And she said it as like a, a negative, you know, like everybody wants to work for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, That's all I want. I right. want people to want to be here. And as a woman owner, we get to do that for each other. And, and for the people, the members of our team, we get to think ahead. And, and I get to make sure that their life is better because they're here working with me. It's, you know, it, it's, it's all about fit in so many aspects of business, right? It's, it's fit for people with respect to your culture, with, with a, a franchisor and a franchisee. It's about finding the right fit brand if you're looking to buy or own one. And on the flip side, the franchisor also wants someone who's a good fit as a franchisee. So, you know, what I, what I take from that, what I hear is, you know, we need to be okay if there's not a good fit. And, and be okay with that. That's better all the way around. And candidly, the fact that you've been able to retain so much talent, keep this culture, that's smart because it's caring for people and it's smart business. Right, right. You spend, You're only as good as them. That's right. How did you learn to distance yourself from, uh, you know, the, the discomfort of the firing? And, uh, you know, you, you said you learned. What and and it sounds like that that was a turning point when someone said, "Why are you, you know, why are you distraught?" But how? How do you well, get? I I you know what I realized I'm not my business. That my employees can love me, but this is a job. This is a job, and I have an expectation of them. Mm-hmm. and they have an expectation of themselves and of of the job. So it's not me. You know, and, and I think that was the hardest part for me because you love your employees. I love my employees. They, they allow me to come and go as I please. They allow my business to go. Um, but this is a job for them. And if they don't want to get up at eight and somebody offers them nine o'clock, then that's where they're going to go. And it doesn't mean they don't, they, they don't like me. It doesn't mean anything of the sort. And like you said about fit, if if it's not a good fit, meaning they can't do the job that I'm asking, yeah. then I need to get out of their way because right. I truly believe I, I take on great people. Yeah. It's just they might not be great people here. And right. franchise selection, we've had to give back, take back a couple of franchises um, because they were the wrong people. Yeah. And so as we matured, we realized, you know what, not everybody needs because we're new. So, you know, we got seven, eight, but we, at one point, we took back two because they're micromanagers. 
we, you know, I need franchisees that want to be an extension of right. my brand, not right. that want to run amok and, and yeah. do their own thing. So um, now I'm much more careful. We might bet four or five potentials for a territory and pick one instead of saying, thank you for your money, go, go run and do this. So everything is fit and, um, and in the office it's fit. So that's how I kind of learned is it's not about me. It's really not about me. Right, right. It's about the job. Well, and, and I like that. I, I like when I hear how selective you're being because it's, it, it sounds like it's really a long-term plan that's not only better for your brand, but it's also better for any franchisee looking to enter within your franchise system. Because if they know that you as a franchisor are more selective and careful, they can have confidence in the long-term um, preservation and growth and strength of the brand that's going to help their business too. Because right. really, that's one of the three pillars of franchising, right? It's, it's the brand. You are buying into this rather than starting something from scratch and having the systems. I mean, that's, that's another piece. Uh, but you're buying in because you trust in the brand. Right. So. And, and expect the training. And, mm. and, you know, it's a huge investment for me. When you look at the sale of a franchise system, and I'll just be frank, you know, we charge $42,750. Yeah. We pay $30,000 of that right off the top to brokers. Right. So when you look at the fact that for our level of training, we do two weeks in office, two weeks on the ground, where we set things up, we pay for them to come out and train. Um, we invest about $25,000 into each new franchise system. So it becomes less about me selling you and more about you selling me. That's Why right. should I put all this manpower behind you? Um, Art, can I trust you? Can I trust you? This, and, and what I find is that they go to other systems and they're told, this is an easy business. You can do it. And it's not. It's not. No it's, business. It never takes a break. There's no, you know, people don't not get sick on Christmas. They get sick and you want their business. So you're working. And, and so it's, it's harder than people think. And, and I invest in them the same way they're investing in me. So it's a two-way street and it's a difficult one. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you, you talked about some of those hard costs, the, monies that are, the money that's paid out to brokers in training, in time. Let's not forget all of the money that you've invested up front over the past, what, 17 years since the founding to develop and, and optimize these systems over time. Right. I mean, and if I were starting this from scratch, I mean, I, I don't have the background that you do, but <laughs> if I did, you know, that's, that's worth millions and millions of dollars, really. So, and, and it's cost that much. But, you know, when yeah. you're opening your own anything, your own name, your own, your own logo, your own, you know, the processes to this, there are about seven moving pieces that you just walk into as, as a, a new franchisor, yeah. uh, a new franchisee. So if you were trying to do it yourself, unless you, I, have, I have been in home care for 25 years before I even started my own brand. So, and I had worked all of, I had done caregiving, staffing, marketing, you know, all the way from answering phones to field supervision. So I had the experience and it was still a learning curve for me. Right. So, um, so yeah, I would never want to start senior care on my, well, I just wouldn't way back when maybe, but now it's licensed and it's regulated. And, and so now it's a little bit more. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can only imagine now. Okay, so let's let's just uh, let's dive into who would be a good fit and and what that really looks like. Just, I mean, we said women at the beginning. 
because uh, if I'm listening to this show and I'm trying to figure out, you know, and, and if, again, this is all about vetting two ways. So <laughs> right, right. just saying that, like, what do I need to know about myself if I'm really ready for it? Right. Well, you need to know whether or not you're a worker or not. And that's what I tell people, especially we do a lot of franchise expos where there's, you know, uh, 200 franchise different systems. And what I tell people is if you're looking for, you know, a store or something where you walk in and, and you hire somebody and they do all the work and then you come back at five and close up, this is not the business. For you. If you're looking for something that, like they say about some of the massage MBA things where you can only, you can make about 50 to $100,000 a year at the high end. This is not for you because this has unlimited potential. Mm -hmm. This is all about, if you don't like people, this is not for you. Um, the marketing aspect of this is meeting people every day, all day. And, um, and just getting to know people because it's a relationship oriented business. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is if you love relationships, you don't have to love to sell, but if you love relationships, if you like hiring people, if you like building your community and building a meaningful business, mm -hmm. what I say to people too is if you have children, every one of my nieces, and one of them is now a newscaster on KUSI, everyone, and I have four very accomplished nieces, everyone's started here answering phones at 16 years old. Um, this is a legacy business. This is a, this is a family business. This is a you and a friend business. This is a, a business you can run from home by yourself if you choose. So um, it's incredibly flexible and incredibly, um, it has incredible potential. So the perfect candidate is one that has a lot of creativity and a lot of drive. As women, you know, we're, we have that, but it's not for somebody who wants to work three or four hours a day and then relax. It's just, it just is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you really, hey, well, actually, I, on that note, I was looking at your uh, Twitter feed this morning <laughs> and recently you, you uh, reposted something and you said CEO status, outgrind, out hustle, out work, everyone. Right. That's that. And, you know, that's my my thing is rise and grind. You know what? Um, get up and work. I'm working, you know, I'm working on becoming that next Oprah. I'm working on um, you know, on, on creating and, and developing, finding my potential. You know, I, I, it's, it's funny in this world how we're tapped down by that job or, you know, we're restricted by our own, by the lack of imagination or lack of belief in ourselves as women. You know, I, I have a 12-year-old child. I have a 12-year-old child, a husband, you know, and, and what I consider 14 other children, which are the people that work for me, you know. Um, but I have a life, but I love working. I love my business. And I like to say we're creating business owners, not franchisees, you know? And so as a woman, it's just so fulfilling to have no limits, none, um, except the ones imposed by myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now tell me a little bit about that, um, the flexibility piece and, and the work hard. This is the classic question that so many of men and women have. And, and you know, right now I'm speaking to the, to the women in the audience of, work-life balance, flexibility, yet working really hard, you know, this is not a four hours a day thing. So how, how do you, how do you talk about that? How do you reconcile that? You know, I mean, by the way, I'm a mom with uh, a four-year-old, a six-and-a-half-year-old husband <laughs> as well. And, you know, this is, for me, it's an, a discovery and a, an exercising a muscle every day, but I'd, I'd love to hear your perspective right. on that. Well, well, what I loved about 
starting it. And, and what I love about home care in general is I control it. And that's what I was saying to um, a couple that came down for Discovery Day the other day. It's, they were like, we want to go on a vacation. Does this mean we can't? No, it doesn't because your phone goes wherever you go. The staffing software is, is web-based. So you can sit at home and remotely do anything except for hire people or do an assessment. Now, if I'm in the Bahamas and or home with my child or at a recital with my daughter and the phone rings, I don't have to ask. I don't have to. It's my business. Um, I, can, I can call back. I can leave a message on there. Um, so there's a lot of flexibility and it just depends. There are some days when I will get up at seven o'clock and answer calls and work until six o'clock. But most days now, because it's, it's several years later, you know, most days I, I come in about nine and, and I work till about two and I go on home. And what Kurt likes to say, our president, is if you work really, really hard for the first year, you'll never have to work that hard again in your life. And so what that means is you bring somebody in to work with you and, and in general, you can do the things that you need to do with your family. That's right. really important. You're not bound, even though you do have to bring your phone with you and, and you have to be present in the business at all times. It doesn't mean that you can't pick up and take off and go watch your kids' soccer practice or pick them up from school. Uh, you, another quote I recently heard from Felina Hansen was, you know, in, in business, work-life balance is baloney. You um, you wrap your business around your life and your life around your business. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. So love it's that. it's just a different perspective. So in in flexibility and and but but the point you made about contr- having control, being able to leave a legacy. I mean, your nieces and nephews now have uh, skill sets, even though they may not own franchises that they developed in your business. Right. So as a franchisee, you could be building that too. You right. could be creating a, creating jobs. Right. And, and a lot of the things that we do have nothing to do with home care. We, you know, yearly we feed the homeless, you know, and we invite the kids in and we go down and we bring sandwiches and we do things like that because we're a community-based business. Home care is in your community. And I love that I started my first company. Our office was five minutes from my house and I could do that. So what that meant was when it got slow, I went to my house, you know, um, and this is a business where it's cyclic. You know, you might get a lot of calls from eight to nine and then nothing until 11 or 12. So um, yeah. it really is uh, flexible. It's flexible, but, but it's also the, the potential that's there. So it just kind of depends on the type of person, what you're looking for. And especially in the 20th century, we're looking for something that's going to drive our income, but allow us a little bit later down the road. I don't know about you, but I don't want to work till I'm 60. I don't no. want to. No. You know, and, and in senior care, I don't have to. Right. Okay. So can we, let's talk a little bit about what, I like to put myself in the shoes of someone who's just about ready, who's considering buying a better solution um, in home care franchise. We decide we're fit. Everything's great. We sign. What does it look like on day one? After an agreement signed, I mean, from day one to say, you know, the first 90 days or first, whatever the, that critical time period, can you help walk me through? Okay. Well, and depending on what state you're in, you would have to be licensed. Okay. So what we do is the minute you sign, uh, our president, our president gets your licensing binder. He gets your insurances. He gets, he, I mean, literally we do it all for you. You sign a couple of places and pay for your insurances and, and we send you your binder and you send it off. Um, the minute that you're licensed and, and 
it's a shorter process for like we just closed in in, Kent, in Kentucky. Shorter process for Kentucky. He'll be up and back here for training right after he gets his license. So you get word that you can do business. And during that time, you're going through your manuals. We have very, very robust manuals. And so you're at home going through your manuals while you're wait, waiting to get licensed. And um, once you're licensed, you come back here for two weeks. And we have one full-on 40-hour-a-week training, and we call it boot camp because you don't even know what non-ambulatory means or the terminology for the industry. So we go through all of those things in a classroom setting here with, with a very, very experienced consultant. She's a statewide expert. And then we take you out with us and you are working in our business. So for the next two, for the next week, you're working it. You're doing the staffing. You're doing everything that you're going to need to do when you get home. We fly you back home. You go home. So you go home, you go home on a Friday, on Monday we come back out. So you have to be ready to open your doors when you leave our training. Mm -hmm. So, because you get this synergy going. And what I found is a lot of systems don't, don't do that synergy. They'll give you a week of training and then voila. Whatever you choose is when you can start, not with us. You have to be committed. Yeah. And you would have to start the Monday after we, we train you. So the Monday you get home, you're in business. And the reason you're in business is because now we've sent another consultant out there that's knocking on your door and saying, okay, we're gonna, we've got a week, let's get to business. So then we send out um, our training system, our training specialist, she's out there with you for a week. Her goal is to get you uh, um, already some cases. So our goal in your first week of business is to get you a client. Okay. And then get you a client, hire your caregiver roster, so we're doing and modeling with you all of the things you need to do. We leave you alone for about 30 days, and then we're back. We're back for a week to check on you and to make sure that you're, you're doing it, and we're training you again. It's a scary prospect. You know, you sink a lot of money. I know our, our, our franchise system is very reasonably priced, but $42,000 is no chump change. No. When somebody gives that to us, I want them to be building their business within three months of opening their doors. I want them to say, I know this business really got me started. This is what she promised. And this is what I'm successful. You know, um, so basically it's very, very quick. Um, you sign the paperwork, we get you licensed, we bring you in for training, we go out to you and train. Um, and then you're running your business. So it's about a six month process, however. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not one of those where, you know, A, you don't do a build out, you don't need any of that. But, and we're constantly in communication because. Once you, you sign, you've got questions. Now everything is home care for you. I love to watch people's eyes open up. And even though they haven't opened their business, now everything becomes, where can I get a client? How do I get a caregiver? Now they have questions for me. And so I'm available to them. So how do they get those clients? I mean, what I hear is you have someone fly out when it's day one, you know, out of, out of the frying pan into the fire. Got to get, right. Absolutely. get going right. I don't know if that's the right analogy to make, but... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, get started quickly. Okay, so someone comes out, helps you get your first client. This is a concern that I hear universally from people looking to buy a franchise. What are they going to do to help me get leads, to get business, to get customers, clients, whatever you call it? I mean, for you, it's, it's clients. Right. Well, and for us, it's clients. And, and this industry is a face-to-face -face, -face relationship business. And it's not a widget. So I can't... I, um, you know, sending out a whole bunch of Google AdWords for you, which we do website optimization, but 
people utilize home care because they have to. This is not a, I want it. Um, this is a, I need it and I can't get released from the hospital unless I have it. Mm. So this is about you learning how to talk to people in the industry. And once you learn how to talk to people in the industry, that's what you do. So us going out there with you isn't just we get you a client because it's not hanging things. You walk in and they have to get to know you. So the fact that we can fast track you into the marketing system and and the industry is what makes us very, very unique. Um, because that's what we do to help you get clients. We teach you how to do an in-service. We teach you how to go in and ask for the business. Um, because I'm gonna talk to you today on the strength that when you get a client in a week that you call me and not the guy that came in behind me. So you're not gonna Google. You're gonna hand out my brochure. Home care is personal. It's deeply personal. It's not, um, Again, it's not a service industry where somebody, uh, where you're doing a massage or you're doing things like that. This is a industry. And we're gonna help you pre create relationships. And that's what you have to create in order to build your business. If I were going into this, would you recommend me starting to pave the way before I even, um, you know, let's say I sign on the dotted line, start making relationships even before I've gone through all of the, the boot camp? No. Or is that too preemptive? Okay. Well, and, and the reason- Don't we, jump the gun. Right, is I would say talk to friends and family because everybody knows somebody who's taking care of their parents. We're the sandwich gener generation. We've got our kids and we've got our parents and somewhere in between we've got us. And so start talking to friends and family, start doing that. Because if you're the right franchise system or franchise CEO, you're gonna walk in somewhere and they're gonna go, God, I love her. And they're gonna give you a case and you're not gonna be licensed and you can't even do the work. So we're gonna recommend that you get familiar start looking at but not go in because if you're as good as i hope you are yeah you'll make some relationships very quickly it's gonna happen quickly right um, yeah yeah wow okay and i mean it sounds like so what what's the support like after six months well and and some of the things that we offer support is you can forward your phones down here if you're mm. you have a one person two person and three person business model which is really good because not everybody comes with with friends, right? Or, or with somebody, our partner. Um, so if you're a one person system, you don't wanna be sitting in front of somebody talking about your services and have your phone ringing and wondering what that is. So we offer, you forward your phones to us and they're professionally answered all the time. Um, our Denver franchise, even after he was open six months, we still flew out there. He had a big in-service that he needed and he was nervous about it. So we flew some of our marketing staff out there to do it for him. You have to remember in a smaller system, you have the very, very flexible. You're not number 300, right. you're number 15, 20, 25. So it's, it's essential that you need us, we're there. Right. For at least the first couple of years, you know? Okay, good. So I, I heard you talking about how it's a one, two, three person model. Is there no physical location? Is this all? Now, and we also have a home-based model as well as a storefront model. So, okay. Um, it, and it, it honestly depends on your level of finances. Um, mm. We have our first three started in their home, and our Kansas, our first one, just rented a huge office space. Went from a smaller office space to a huge office space in a major, went from Derby, Kansas, in a small space, went from home to, to a small space, to now Wichita, Kansas, to a, a 2,500 square foot building. So um, 
So it's, you know, these, you do progress. We do okay. expect you within the first year to have a storefront, but you can okay. from home and hire people, you know, um, in libraries or hire people in, in Starbucks and do things like that. And we have those models because we have our trainer actually started her business on her own. So. Well, yeah. And there, and there are even more and more shared workspaces that are popping up around Absolutely. as well. So I don't, would, and yeah, I actually work from one as well. So. <laughs> they work well, right? Yeah, they work yeah, really, really it's, well. It's and phenomenal. The, yeah. The, uh, the executive suites work really, really well. Um, I love those. Mm -hmm. Although they tend to ratchet up the price, you, yeah. you will find that by the time you're done paying for it, you could have gotten a small office. <laughs> there, so. you go. there you go. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's something else to consider. And that's where the, the analytical piece comes in. Right. Right. And we help you with, you know what, with, with every aspect of your business, I started this company from the ground up. So I yeah. am going to help my franchise systems from the ground up. And that's what I say is if you don't want to be micromanaged, go to a larger system. Don't come here. I want to make sure that every franchise owner that owns a brand of a better solution knows what they're doing and absolutely has access to every piece of information that I have, that I have. And I, I recently, and it'll be out in, in April, I recently completed the Home Care Bible, one of my books. I have two books out. One is Smart Steps to Big Dreams, which is yes. on Amazon, which is just business ownership, spiritually, emotionally, um, and steps to take. And the other one I just completed was the Home Care Bible, Tips of the Trade. And that'll be that'll be published in April. And oh, um, good. So, so it's just, you know, all of these little tips and things that you don't know I want to make sure you know them because I've made all the mistakes. It's been 18 years, right? That's I've made right. all the mistakes. I, I, I don't want my franchise systems to make those. I love it. I love it. And we will go ahead and put those links in the show notes. I know the, uh, the home care Bible is not going to be out till April, but as soon as it is, we'll go ahead and loop that in so that everyone can go check it out, especially those who are interested. And, and uh, Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a woman's business book. So woman to woman is what I'm calling it. You know, it's just the emotional, spiritual aspects of being a female entrepreneur and CEO. Way different. We're different, you know? How are we different, Leah? Well, when I come home, you know, my, my daughter and, and my husband say, where have you been? You know, as opposed to when a man comes home, it's like, hey, honey, here's the dinner. You know, um, it's just, and it's those little things, those little things. You know, we come home and we might have to do some laundry and, and, you know, clean something up. Man comes home, takes off his tie, puts his feet up. You know, it's, yeah. it's a different mindset and emotional. Um, it, 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 it's harder for us. It's harder for us, but we're better at it. And that's why it's harder. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, I, I'm pulling together a lot of data about women in business and in leadership and a lot of it comes from outside of the the franchise space but it's there's some really fascinating data about the how actually successful i mean we're talking numbers this is not just you know, this up. isn't fluff this is made up this is not made up uh you know last night uh one of the one of the women on the panel spoke about a um a, a study done by a first round capital capital and it studied two portfolio investment teams. One was made up of all men and another made up of all women. And the female teams perform significantly better. This is just data. And it's not that way. I mean, they're all phenomenal the time, right? male teams all the time. But the, my, my whole point is, is 
there's a lot more research coming out that actually shows that we, you know, with the, the qualities and traits that we inherently bring to the table, they are effective in business and be, you know, as sometimes more, more effective and sometimes less effective, just depending on the case and then with men. So, you know, it's just the whole, I think it's good to have the inclusive mindset in general, all the right. way around. Absolutely. And yeah. we're driven. This is the 20th century. We are driven. I we are, it. you know, we're top, we're smart and we are resilient. Yeah. One thing that I can be is incredibly flexible. And, um, a lot of other, a, a lot of other home care agencies haven't succeeded. They've fallen by the wayside because changes occur in state and regulations. And we've got to move with the, the, you know, we've got to roll with the punches and women are better. We just, we just are. Men are good, but women are better. That's just my, <laughs> there you go. You heard it a here. Biased opinion here, you know, uh, it's fine. I, I love, I love the confidence. I love it. <laughs> Leah, you've had a successful, grown a successful business, you know, 17 years of growth. It, it, was it, how long ago did you decide to expand and, and into franchising? Um, three years, three years. It's been okay. 2015. We, okay. we decided and I had started another brand um, with a partner and it didn't work. It just didn't work. It wasn't my brand. So it was harder to sell. Um, and I realized that I, you know, I wanted to sell my brand that I, I would be willing to it's a financial crazy financial investment is franchising and so have to be all in and, yeah. and so i decided in 2015. so you decided sorry why why did you want to take the next leap rather than just grow and, and stay well stay i i had opened in in um phoenix and and i had opened i had three offices four offices with the phoenix location had a bad flight one time flying out to phoenix and i was like this is not for me I do not want to fly all over the United States mm. to open, open other things. And I can't control what people do. I, I can't control somebody in Kansas. They don't have a stake in this like, like I do. And then I, I took on a partner. So I took on a, a, a partnership. And you know what? It just became easier to grow CEOs. You know, people are invested in this, you know. Um, and, and, and it's found the brand that way with the same integrity level, the same definitely the same um, level of service and care and dedication. And so it, it, it's really exciting. It's really it exciting. is exciting. And how many, how many locations do we have now? We have seven locations, wow. eight territories. And, um, and, you know, and we really just, we, we have five opening um, mid-2018. So five that have signed just this year. And we're only in February. It's, we're a great brand. We're a that great is brand. That is really exciting. And, and for, for everyone listening, uh, you can go to a better solution home care and nursing at absihc.com. Leah, is there anywhere else that I should direct people who are interested in learning more? Well, and to give us a call. Give us a call and talk about it first. If, uh, if you're anywhere in California, come by the office. But our, our phone number is, is 877-585-9011. So give us a call, but the, the website is great. It'll, there's a little um, contact us form and we can just get to talking. Whether you're a fit for our brand or a fit for another brand that's home care, um, let's talk about it. Let's educate. Yeah. Let's make sure that you know what you're getting into and, uh, and whether or not we're a fit for you. It's all about the fit. Yes. Yes, it is. It, it is it's got, you know what I like to tell people? It's got to be perfect. 
this is a, this isn't a career. Yeah. This is a life choice. Life choice. It's a yeah. life change. And, exactly. um, and it's going to build you as an entrepreneur and we want to be a part of it. I love it. All right. I'd like to round this up with three questions that I'm asking my guests. All right. Are we ready here? So first one, Leah, what is the best business advice you've ever received? Not to, uh, don't steal from yourself. Um, and, and to, well, and there's two things the the really the best was talk less, listen more. I was a marketer and a wonderful marketer. I tried to hire her and she said, you're perfect, but you have to talk less and listen more. And if you listen, you hear exactly what you need to hear to sell the customer. And, uh, and so that was a good one for me. I love that one. I think a lot of us could benefit from that. <laughs> it's definitely a muscle that I'm working every day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How about what would you recommend another woman, a woman, excuse me, another woman considering buying a franchise like yours do? That she research. Research. There are 65 um, senior care franchises out there. So if mm -hmm. you're looking for a senior care franchise, look at all the branch. And the people that end up with us have researched. I want educated consumers coming to me and asking me educated questions. Um, so if you're a female and in this space, take a look at what you want to do. Take a look at whether you want to change your community um, and then research and then give me a call. I can say give me a call. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's one of the missions at Franchise Rising as well is to help bring that research to the, that information to the table to help women who are doing their researching. Uh, so we're going to be putting a lot more information on the website, franchiserising.com, about senior care, healthcare franchises, and you know, I, I, you can look for more of that to come. Awesome. awesome. All right, last one. Okay. What other female franchisees or franchisors do you know who are uh, crushing it, rocking it, whatever you want to say in this space? Right. Well, I, that I know would be um, would be kind of. Uh, well, it's a perception. I have researched Shelly Sun, the owner of Bright Star Franchise, the founder of Bright Star Franchise. I've researched her like she's my own mother. So <laughs> she's amazing in, in this um, genre. She's done amazing things. She's grown her brand. And now recently they also offer a brick and mortar option. She is very innovative and just out, out the gate, an amazing woman. Um, and, and so she would be my idol, Shelly Sun, um, the franchisor, the, the founder of Bright Star. Shelly Sun, I'm going to look her up. Do, do. I That's love that. Yeah, and we are kind of modeled after her a little bit, after her industry a little bit. Hey, borrow from the best. Why not? You, you know what? That's the only person to borrow from. Don't borrow okay. from mediocre. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. I appreciate your time. Thank and you so much for your time, too. And and we can, can we... Uh, Tell the listeners to follow you on uh, Twitter at S underscore CEO. Right. And uh, yes, Twitter and, and LinkedIn, Leah Smith at LinkedIn. Um, and also I have a franchise speaker page um, on Facebook. So just look me up, Leah Smith. I'm not the actress because there is another Leah Smith. But, um, but yeah, Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I'm on. I'm open to any questions. Leah, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, everything that you shared. I wish you so much luck in the growth of this 
brand. It, it sounds like you've built something phenomenal and you're just beginning too. Oh, thank you. And, <laughs> and we'll be posting about Franchise Rising on all of our genres. Too, all right, so. great. Thanks. Yeah. And, and for anyone listening, if you enjoyed the show, please go ahead, subscribe. We're going to be putting this up on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Give us a review if you like it. And, and also come to our website and let us know if there's something else you'd like to hear. Awesome. awesome. All right. Thank Thanks you. so much. Have okay. a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone. Thanks again for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed the show. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Just go to Franchise Rising as our handle at Franchise Rising. Also, if you have any ideas for future shows or guests that you think would be great, go ahead and send us a message either through social media or FranchiseRising.com. Drop a note in the chat pane. Hope you have an awesome day and we'll catch you on the next episode.